You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. This podcast is brought to you by the Anchor Podcast app, a fun, easy way to do your podcasts. Where it's a free download and it's simple to use by just clicking buttons and recording your podcast. Welcome to Hot Tag with the Tag Team Champs, your real world tag team champs. I'm one half of your host, Matty Ice, and the other half is Axel the Axeman. Uh, this is our show, like my co-host told us, The Hot Tag, where we talk everything wrestling from shows that we might go to, TV shows, obviously get some AEW Dynamite in there. Uh, give you some reviews about things going on in the wrestling world, maybe even some games. Might even talk some brews, because we're from Brew City, Milwaukee. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Hey, Matty Ice, I got a question for you on this cold, rainy day in Milwaukee. Who is your all-time favorite wrestler? Oh, that's a no-brainer. It has to be your 16-time world heavyweight champion, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! And what about yourself, Axeman? Well, I do love me some Ric Flair, and I don't know if there's anybody better. But since I'm more of a, a new school guy, I'm leaning more towards Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole is great. Adam Cole is great. He's uh, he's one hell of a competitor in the ring. He's got it going on. I, I like him too. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to bash anybody, and I know a lot of people that are probably going to listen to this are, are big WWE guys, you know, and, and, and I still enjoy WWE. I just feel like that they're – Kind of going in in a, in a strange direction right now. I, I think NXT is good, but I'd like to see Adam Cole, you know, go to, to AEW. I think uh, he'd wrestle a lot better there. He'd be able to do his own thing. Um, I do like the Undisputed Era and all those guys, but I, I I think Adam Cole would do a lot better in AEW. What do you think? You know, I've watched Adam Cole grow up through ROH into New Japan, WWE now or NXT, as we should say. But, uh, yeah, he's he's great anywhere he, he goes. Um, he, he's young. He's hungry. He, he's got it going on. So he's got, uh, he's got the it factor, the wow factor, everything. So. Well, speaking of, you know, favorite wrestlers and who's got it going on and stuff, um, I know, you know, this is our first episode, but we talked a few days ago about uh, the release of the uh, PWI Top 500, um, and we looked up the the Top 100. Um, What do you think about John Moxley being number one? You know, I like Moxley. I actually met him in person. Nice guy. Good in-ring competitor and stuff like that, but... I really don't see him being the number one guy. Um, I see the number one guy being like either Cody or Chris Jericho. I mean, they're bringing life to pro wrestling. I mean, bringing in these young guys, 
that are hungry in AEW and just making them shine like pro wrestling used to be. Making people shine. What do you think? I totally agree with you with, with the Cody thing. Um, I, I try to think of you know the last year where they kind of go off the rankings uh, of this last year. Uh, you know, Cody being in all those big matches, you know, he, he put over MJF. Um, he, had a, he had tons of big matches, you know, just recently doing the dog collar match with uh, Mr. Brody Lee. Yeah, um, not to mention that Musaw that he did to, uh, what's his name? Wardlow. Oh, yeah, Wardlow, yeah, yeah. Off the top of the cage, that was spectacular. I, I honestly think he he's putting himself out there. I, I understand, you know, he's one of the, you know, VPs there in AEW, and he probably calls a lot of the shots and puts himself in big matches and stuff, but... You know, he really performs. I, I think WWE really um, underutilized him. But, I, I, you know, I got to reward him, too, a little bit because he's putting over those guys. You know, he puts over Darby Allen. You know, um, you know, just recently he put o- uh I know that uh, Orange Cassidy, they technically ran out of time in that TNT title match. But, you know, they've already booked him, you know, to, to wrestle again. And I, I think Cody's really doing a, a lot in, in you know, and AEW as well, you know, Tony Khan and stuff, really putting over these young guys that nobody's heard of and stuff and showing their talents and not afraid to, to go above and beyond. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. I, I think he should be number one, not number seven. I totally agree with you, Axe, man. Totally agree. I mean, Cody's been putting these uh, indie guys over for ever since he left the WWE, just having great matches. I mean... He wins his matches, but yet he makes those guys worthy, like a real world champion would do. Like when Ric Flair used to go to those territories and put over their top guys, he would make them shine like they are worth every cent in that territory. And that's how it should be. That's how wrestling is. Not people just doing moves to be spectacular. I mean, when you can do... 450 splashes and all that stuff coming off the top rope. Good for you, but you know what? Tell a story. Don't just do moves. Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. And uh, yeah, I know I know we were talking about Adam Cole um, earlier. He's number two. I think he definitely deserves that spot. Um. So yeah, so you know, I, I see. You know, we're looking at it right now. Chris Jericho at number three. You know. I know we talked, you know, we thought either between him or Cody at number one, but I kind of like him at number three. What do you think? Yeah, number three is a good spot for Chris Jericho, I think, too. Um, he's, like, again, he's had a lot of big matches. He's put a lot of people over. A lot of people, like, are shining because of what he's doing in the in the wrestling world. Yeah, um, I see Drew McIntyre at number four. Uh I really think he deserves number four. I think, uh, well, with along with everybody else, you know, this year with the with the virus and everything, I think, you know, him being WWE champ has really lacked this year. Uh, nothing to do with him. Uh, just, you know, without having a crowd, I think he really lost his WrestleMania moment. Um, I'd really like to see him keep running, you know. I don't think there's anybody in the company right now that deserves that title more than he does. I would totally agree with you. I mean, Drew McIntyre, he's a stud. He um, left the company for a while, did his thing back uh, back home, and came back. And he's just 
on fire. He's he's a rock star. I mean, he's got a lot of things going. He's got a look that um, WWE likes with the all being all jacked up. He's a big guy, so he's got a lot of things going for him in the right way. Yeah, and then we get to to five and six is uh, five is uh, Naito and six is Okada. I mean. I know you and I both don't uh, watch uh, New Japan very much. It's... Yeah, ever since they took it off um, whatever network they were on, I can't remember. But yeah, yeah, no, it, it's hard. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't think a lot of the the U.S. fans know too much about uh, about Japan, uh, the Japan guys. You know, I try to to follow it as much as I can on Twitter and stuff. Uh, you know, it's it's hard, but you know. I would say both those guys are probably deserving of the top ten. I mean, especially Okada. I mean, I mean, I just could only imagine if people got to watch them more, you know, how good, you know, they would really go with the U.S. fans. Yeah, I mean, Okada, he's been a stud for a while. I mean, I don't know how many times he's been uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's uh, heavyweight champ. But, man, he's, he's got it. He's got the it factor, that's for sure. Yes, yeah, we got. Uh, then number seven, obviously Cody. Um, you know, we talked about him being number one and taking over that spot from Moxley. You know, obviously we weren't trying to take anything away from Moxley. Um, you know, but I just uh, like we said earlier. You know, he's just really putting those guys over. Um, then we go down to to number eight is Seth Rollins. You know, Seth Rollins is definitely top ten guy. I mean, they just moved him over to SmackDown. They finally get him away with that uh, that dang feud with. Mysterio and, and Dominic, I mean, that that was just drug out way too long. Um, but Rollins is another guy. You know, they, they teamed him up with um, Buddy Murphy, best-kept secret. You know, I think he really, really shined with Murphy. I think everybody kind of finally understood, you know, Murphy's great guy. I mean, he was kind of floundering there in 205 Live, and he's so athletic, and I think Rollins just, you know, does that great job kind of like Cody does, like, making other people shine even though he's just as good and he knows he's real good you know yeah exactly i mean him and rollins they get along great i mean they set up each other both really nicely they complement each other nice i should say um that's just like the hurt business i mean the hurt business is uh is a good little faction that they got going on i mean that just goes to show you like you put like a top guy like Seth Rollins with anybody and they can just make him shine. Uh then we get to number 9, uh Kofi Kingston. Um I remember when uh he first came into the WWE and you know he's super athletic and I really like him with the New Day. It's just sad to see them breaking him up, but I, I honestly I I don't know if I want to see Kofi in the top 10. I'm not saying he's a bad star and he's not athletic and I really enjoyed seeing him as WWE champ. Um, and I think Big E can be in there too. I'm kind of glad that they pulled him away and and they're letting him kind of have his singles run and stuff. But I, I think I'd rather see somebody else in the top ten besides Kofi. You know, I I just don't think he's had, you know, he's been in tag team all year long. How do you put him in the top ten? He's not a singles guy right now. Yeah, how do you put tag team wrestlers in the top ten? I, I don't understand. I mean, those guys shine. New Day rocks. New Day rocks, that's for sure. Um, they're all stars in their own way. I mean, I mean, look at uh, look at Woods. I mean, he just plays that trombone and he's got the <laughs> yeah. crowd going. I yeah, mean, that's 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 it. I mean, it's keeping the crowd 
intrigued by whatever they're doing and making things work. Now, now who, who would you like to see in this spot? Who, if you could take anybody right now who's going off, who, who do you want to see in the number nine spot instead of Kofi? Um, you know, we haven't even touched base on AJ Styles yet in the, in the top ten yet. I mean, AJ Styles, one hell of a performer. Um, you, I mean, every year he could be in the top five. Just like Jericho, Cody, you know, Okada. I mean, any one of those guys can be in the top five. Oh, year. yeah, for sure. And and like you said, yeah, he, he rounds out the top ten. He's number ten. I could easily move him up to nine. Hell, I, I could put him in any of the top ten spots. I mean, um, obviously, definitely he's not number one. And Adam Cole had a heck of a year, so he's not going to take his spot. But, um, you know, you could put him at three, four, five, six, you know, the whole top 10. Um, I agree with you 100%. Um, but then if that leaves an open spot, you know, we go down a little bit. You know, Keith Lee, 11. Brock Lesnar, 12. I don't really like that. Brock Lesnar's not wrestled too much this year, you know. But he's he's one hell of a performer, though, too. I mean, oh yeah, most of these guys are great performers, and they all shine in their own ways, you know. I mean... We're just kind of rambling on about, like, who we think and whatnot and who's deserving. But, like, I mean, all these guys are deserving of any position that they are in, for sure. But, uh, I mean, when you go down the list, I mean, I mean, Kevin Owens, I mean, he's always shining. I mean, you could put him in the top ten, too. I mean, Keith Lee's been huge. And going back to AJ Styles, I mean, with that last ride um, documentary with The Undertaker and whatnot, I don't know if anybody's seen that. I know I saw every episode. I don't think the Axeman's watched a single one, but... Nah, I keep putting it off. I I need to sit down and watch it. I Yeah, I mean, they, they go about that match, that, that last match that The Undertaker had with AJ Styles. I mean, in-ring or out-of-ring, even in that setting... With that uh, that graveyard match, I mean, it's he's he he performs he performs no matter where he's at, and he makes you shine. He's the guy to he's definitely the guy to be. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I I couldn't imagine anybody else being in that match with the Undertaker last year's WrestleMania than AJ. I mean, he just put on a great show. I really liked them throwing. Uh, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows in there. I thought they really did well. You know, it's sad to see those guys go to Impact, but, you know, they were underutilized in WWE. I don't blame them at all. Um, yeah, Carl yeah, Anderson and... Um, yeah, Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows, I mean, or Doc Gallows or whatever he's called now. I mean, I saw those guys live and in person up close at uh, at a little indie house show. Great guys, I mean... They perform really well. Um, they've been around the world together. Uh, they got a lot to bring to the table to any professional or any fed, I should say. Um, so yeah, they they can step up impact as long as um, impact's ready for them. Well, uh, want to go down the list a little bit further? Uh, you know, after Brock Lesnar, Kenny Omega's thirteen, Roman Reigns is fourteen. You know, Nick Aldis is fifteen, Bray Wyatt sixteen. But you get down to, to number 20, you know, all those guys are pretty well-known guys. Jacob Fatu, I don't know if a lot of you listening know who Jacob Fatu is, but 
He's a MLW World Heavyweight Champion right now, and holy crap. I mean, I've looked up some videos of him uh, wrestling in California and stuff like that, and he is just absolutely talented. He does moonsaults off the top rope. He's strong. You know, he he almost reminds you of a, a younger and a little bit smaller Umaga. I mean, that's the way I see him, and I, I think there's big things to come. I, I know MLW just re-signed him to a big contract, so I know they don't want to lose him, but I think he could go anywhere and shine. Yeah, Fatu, uh, he's solid. We've seen him live and in person at the Waukesha Expo Center for an MLW house show. And uh, your boy here, Matty Ice, had the crowd going, or at least the, the ring announcer guy going. Yeah, so. that crowd was, I don't know. I mean, it, it was a decent crowd. I mean, they, they just weren't into it, and I don't know why. I, I don't know if. I mean, how could you not be, you know, get into some of those guys? You know, MJF was there. You know, everybody loves to hate MJF. Yeah, um, speaking of MJF, he should probably go hug Rosie O'Donnell again. He <laughs> yeah. might need a hug. Yeah, get a new uh, Burberry scarf from her, huh? Yeah, she knitted it for him. It's not even real Burberry. Um, you know, as I'm looking through the, through the top 100 list that we got pulled up, um, there's a couple that I feel like should be higher that aren't. You know, I go down to, to Marty Skrull. He's at 88. I think he needs to be way higher than that. Um, he He's too good. He's doing a lot of good things with the ROH. You know, but then you got people like, you know, well, I, I don't know. Why is Tessa Blanchard in here? I know she's wrestled a lot of the guys re- recently, and she was Impact World's Heavyweight Champ, too. But, like, I... I, I I thought that the women had their own list. I don't know why they're including them in the men. I, what are your thoughts about that, Matty Ice? Yeah, you know, Axeman, I, I don't really know about that either. I mean, she wrestles like a guy. I mean, she's a one hell of a competitor, that's for sure. Not taking anything away from her. Um, but, I mean, I guess if you put her on top of the list on the women, I mean, to, the women are hot too in WWE. I mean... They're all studs. I mean, some of the women are putting out better matches than most of the guys are now. I mean, they're they're telling stories in that ring like guys used to do back in the day. So, yeah, I mean, kudos for her being on the top 100. Um, but uh, I need to know where my boy, the last real man of professional wrestling is, Silas Young. Oh. I need to know where he is. Well... I don't have the full list in front of me, and he's not in the top 100, but he should definitely be represented. Local Milwaukee guy, both love him, the last real man. I really enjoy, speaking of the last real man, I really enjoy uh, that tag team he's in with uh, Joshua Goodwood. You know, um, what what's their tag team called? You know, it's like... Uh, I can't two, even remember what it is. I think it's something like uh, two men, one tag, or something like that, but... Oh, they're good stuff. Um, I I think that that's a good thing for Josh the Goods Woods to uh, be mentored with uh, Silas. You know, Silas, yeah, I yeah, think that's Silas a good thing. He's been him. around for a long time. I mean, he's been wrestling the independents for a number of years. I mean, he did a lot of matches on WWE and whatnot, dark matches. So he's got some some good talent there and some good knowledge, some backstories. I mean, he's getting. A little older in age and whatnot, but he still performs 
and shines on the mic, that's for sure, for uh, for his gimmick. Uh, well, while we're on the topic of uh, ROH, what do you think? I, I'm kind of hoping that they, I know right before the, the pandemic really hit, they were uh, partnering up with uh, NWA, and I know NWA's kind of doing the the United Wrestling Network thing um, and stuff. But, you know, I'd like to see more promotions do more partnering. You know, um, what, do you, what do you think? You know, do a little ROH, New Japan thing, or maybe with some AEW. Uh, definitely keep the NWA around. You know, that's classic stuff. Yeah, for sure. NWA, I mean, NWA deserves some kind of spotlight, whether it be by themselves which really isn't enough right now. They had a great thing going, being on the Fight Network and the YouTube channel with Power. Um, NWA was hot. Um, I would like to see them like, pick up where they left off and keep running with NWA. I, I love that old-time wrestling. And that old-time wrestling in-studio feel that they had going on was great stuff. So if they could partner up with either ROH again or even AEW and just kind of kind of run. I mean, they would have some good stuff, and good stuff now is hard to come by. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, they've got a, lo- a lot of um, good guys that they kind of, well, in my opinion, kind of came out of nowhere. You know, like, I, I really enjoy uh, Zicky Dice. You know, he kind of is a newer guy. Um, you know, I know... You know, a lot of people haven't heard of that the Dawsons, that tag team they got, uh, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, no, I agree with you. That old school, it it brings back a, you know that old school vibe. But then, like a lot of the younger guys who are really into wrestling can really get a feel for that old school stuff. Um, and I, I'd like to see a lot of those guys shine because a lot of those guys are good, um, and they get kind of get forgot about because you know. The WWE kind of takes over, you know, that's everybody tries to be like them. And, you know, everybody always asks you, oh, you're, you know, you're a wrestling fan, you know, like WWE, you know, that's, that's just not to take anything away from them because they've obviously put themselves in that situation to be, you know, the go-to kind of what everybody models themselves after. But there's other good wrestling out there. You know, I, I think AEW is hot on their heels. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like you were saying about the wrestling being WWE. I mean, WWE is not the only thing that's going on right now. There is a lot of promotions. You download the Fight app, which is free, by the way. Um, you download their, their app, and you scroll through, and you can find wrestling all over the world. And it's free content, some of it. Some of it you got to pay. But they got a lot of good guys and a lot of top guys that are running their promotions are top guys on like NWA or ROH now or even AEW. I mean, a lot going on. Yeah, for sure. And one thing that that I really, really like from AEW is I know when you watch Dynamite on Wednesday nights, you don't, you know, you see all those, you know, extra guys in the crowd. You know, you got your Austin Guns, you got your... You know, your other guys that are real young up-and-comer guys that are always on camera, always sitting in the crowd and stuff. You know, good guys, bad guys kind of thing. 
um, for each side. But I think a lot more people need to check out AEW Dark. I know Matty Ice doesn't watch uh, Dark too much, and I, I keep telling him time and time again that he needs to uh, needs to check it out and stuff. But, uh, you know, it really... Sh- you know, AEW Dark showcases a lot of those guys who don't get a lot of TV time, and I think that's a good format for them because it's on YouTube. It's an hour long. Um, you know, anybody can go check it out. But it really showcases, you know, those guys who who are super talented and just aren't quite there yet. And it's no fault of them. Most of them are young guys who have so much talent. And they just need that little bit of extra, I don't know, oomph to kind of put them, put them out there uh, that they can get in dark. Um, that, you know, I guess is a way for them to learn. I don't know. What do you think? That's right. I mean, dark is uh, is a great thing. Um, like I, like X-Man said, I haven't really dabbled in it, but it's um, a place to where they can bring guys in from the independents and see how they do and how they perform, kind of like a dark match, but um, for the world to see. I mean, look at uh, Brian Pillman Jr. I mean, he's got to look like his old man. He's uh he's got a lot of things going on for him, and um, I mean it would be nice to see him in more of a role in AEW. Oh yeah, for sure, and I I think that'll come with time, definitely. You know, um, he he has all the tools there. He's so athletic and stuff. Um, he was really good in MLW. I think he just is a guy who just kind of needs to find his his, his voice. Um, not not in a bad way. I not trying to take anything away from him, but you know, I just feel like he was so good in MLW with, you know, his cousins and stuff with that new Heart Foundation and stuff. I'd like to see some of those guys come over. Yeah, I mean, Teddy Hart, he's always been a pretty good competitor, but um he's always caught up in trouble. Um I know um what is his name? Davy Boy Smith Jr. or whatever he's go but goes by. Um, he was in WWE running with uh, Tyson Kidd or um, TJ Wilson. I mean, TJ Wilson had it going on too, and unfortunately he had that that uh, career-ending neck injury. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I totally agree with you on the Tyson Kidd thing. There's tons of really talented young guys out there um, almost waiting to be discovered. Um, but if any of you want to check out some up and coming guys or some guys that you've never heard of or, uh, aren't, uh, you know, on the big time market yet, the WWEs and the, and the dynamites and, and the NWA powers and stuff like that, uh, do yourself a service and go on the app store or Google play or whatever you have and, and find fight TV, download that. There's hundreds upon thousands of different wrestling shows and and episodes uh some you might have to pay for most of them are free um and you can watch those and there's going to be guys you probably never heard of and there's probably going to be some matches on there that it might not be good but just go on there and and do and just watch some episodes and you're going to find a lot of good talented guys that you you can't believe that you've missed just like matt mcintosh right oh we'll have to save that for 
for another episode. But yeah, I know he doesn't go by the bad apple anymore um, because of, you know, certain things going on in the wrestling world. And like I said, we can dive into that more in the future episodes. But yeah, I, I went on the fight app and I found, you know, a couple episodes with him on there. And he's he's probably definitely in my top 10 of favorites right now. You got to check him out. He's on Capital Wrestling and he's he's all over the indie scene out east and stuff. But yeah, guys like that, you got to check it out. You won't you won't regret it. Support your locals. Yes, definitely support your locals. Hopefully after this virus and stuff is over with, everything goes back to normal and there's tons of wrestling shows um out there and you can check out all your local guys and everything. Um, so, well, we're, we're going to wrap it up a little bit. Matty Ice, you have anything else you, you, you want to put in here? You know, I can't wait to tune in next week uh, for you guys, and we can dabble in on some good content. Um, we're talking about reviewing a, a match or two, maybe uh, an old school match, possibly. Yeah, definitely uh, tune in next week. Like Matty Ice said, we're going to review some matches. Definitely, uh, we'll have a little secret match in there, old school. Uh, hopefully, you guys are intrigued by that. And uh, and uh, we hope uh, you all enjoyed our very first episode. Uh, I know we enjoyed recording it. And uh, hopefully, there's many more to come. Hot, Hot tag, tag out. out.